Hi, I'm Jason Hobbs. This is unresearched example number six, this time for a local church that's actually been my customer for over six years now. And to begin with, I define digital marketing or the way that I explain digital marketing is you have to get attention and keep attention. So you get attention and that's the easy part. And that happens everywhere but the church website. So the Facebook brand page for the church, the YouTube channel for the church, the podcast for the church, those are all ways to get attention. But the church website, that's where you keep the attention. So the sermon archive can be there, the, um, you know, just different um, articles or podcasts or thought exercises or whatever that are done by, you know, the pastoral staff and or the members of the church. That all resides on the website for the church. And that would include digital giving, so tithes and offering, etc. right? So this is a the demo that I put together. You see the video there. I would have it to where they were able to live stream and that we don't have that set up yet. They have a set up currently because they already have the stage and lights and, you know, I mean, they're all set. So, yeah, I don't think it would be much at all, really. Uh, anyway, so the goal of this plan is to grow the brand's digital experience, it, it, a web church, a digital church. It's a brick and mortar, offline, been around for years, church. I want to translate that digitally. I want to embrace the smartphone, embrace the internet in the ministry. And that starts at the top and goes all the way down through everybody on staff and all the members and so forth, right? Like embrace all of the above, have everyone on the church connected. And, you know, some aren't going to, that's fine. But you want to have that be the norm because for the church, because that's the future of the church, right? We're all, we're not getting offline anytime soon. So the goal of the plan is making the interactions effortless for people. So give them quality information about the topics that they care about and put it on the website first and foremost, and then use it to get attention everywhere else. But you have the full volume, so to speak, the entire archive on the website and they can get on their um, computer, they can get on their laptop, they can get on their smartphone, whatever, their TV, etc. So the customer point of view is humans. The Pressing need is grace, grace point Valdosta, right? So the solution is digital reflection of that brick and mortar experience. So just we're simplifying the points of interaction. We're treating the website like the church office and sanctuary because it is. It's not like the current website is, it was in the old paradigm, so to speak, whereas now that website should function as the church office and the church sanctuary so that people can actually get ministry through it as a conduit. Point of view access, brick and mortar sanctuary during services, brick and mortar office when open, and then the church website 24-7, 365. So the value is for the members of the church is making it easy to be an active part of the church and adding more people that are active members of the church because now they don't have to be there. They can join in from their phone, from their computer, whatever. Just Sunday morning, they stream it live. And so some will show up and some will watch. It's great either way, right? Because it's still people that are joining in. And true, they maybe it is a different experience, but I mean, everybody's been doing cell groups for 
decades upon decades upon decades or home Bible studies, however you want to put it. So the, the idea that someone could commiserate, so to speak, in their home, it's not a new um, idea. So the education with Grace Point, I would focus on the I love this, the experience and atmosphere of love and acceptance and grace. I mean, for a church, I, I really don't think you can you can put it better. Planned foundation would be gracepointvaldosta.com, which there's a current website, and that's the one I'm talking about. The demo is also available. You'll be able to find it when you watch this video. I'll make sure the link's there, too. The unresearched example six, the media... I would focus on, and currently they're they're doing. They've started doing some of the live streaming. They've been doing audio forever. They have a podcast that I've been helping them do for six years. But I would add video, and I would start with video rather of the lobby interactions. I would get footage of it. Obviously, you record live stream the sermon. You have that. You have different interactions throughout the week where people are going to come together. Get footage from each of it. Let help people. They have phones. They're they're good at it. They can upload it to Facebook and you can have somebody on staff that goes and just grabs it all and they whip up an interesting edit that you once again are using as more attention getting. The customer conversation, I would start with live chat during lobby hours. I'd add additional email. They're currently sending a, a weekly update to everybody on their list and they've been building this list for years. And I would take it further though. The live chat, bottom right, you can see that little green. That would be uh, the live chat. Now, the campaigns, okay, so I my marketing strategy is customer intimacy, all right? I'd start with awareness of Sunday AM sermons. You The live streaming, I definitely, I'd take that up a notch, just routinize it. It's going to be there. It's going to show up on the homepage of the website, every single sermon. And then they have the Wednesday evening service once a month, you know, def as far as at the church, and then they have community groups throughout the time as well. Then once you do the live streaming of the different sermons, you're able to have the video replays embedded on the website, as well as on Facebook and so forth. You can create an audio podcast from that. You can, for $1 a minute, you can get transcriptions from rev.com. So, you know, campaign budget, like 89 bucks. I'd start with liquidweb.com, $39 a month, the beginner WooCommerce plan, 50 bucks a month for Drift. That'll give you two live chat operators at a time and under 300 for sermon transcriptions, averaging say 60 minute sermons on average. But it's going to be around 300 bucks a month to get those transcriptions and then invest another 200 into Facebook ads for sermon. All right. So getting attention, I would focus on Facebook to begin with and then just, just keep doing what you're doing basically. But I'd begin advertising on Facebook and I wouldn't approach it from a geographic standpoint. I wouldn't care. The ads I would run on Facebook, say some ads specifically for the church, it would always be through the media because we talk about the sermons or we talk about the sermon series or whatever. And then uh, the other thing would be we would invite them to Sunday, the AM sermon or whatever, the AM service. Go to gracepointvaldosa.com. Join us. You know, we kick off at 1030. Bang. It's live, live streamed. So you could do some for five bucks a day. You could get reach around 1200 to 2500. And you can do better than that in other instances with a church. I mean, you may very well be able to even do better than that. The ads, they're all pretty simple. There's a, an image with some information. You put a button 
you choose what the button is going to do. So get directions. And then as far as keeping attention on the website, I just started adding all the content there. So the sermons have the video. Now you have the audio uh, sermon as well as if they want to do additional stuff. And then you also have the written stuff to where you're starting to grow a blog of really um, thought leadership on grace. It's, I guess, where I would start. So gatherup.com, I would set that up for feedback loop. Just It helps people on Facebook and on other places give public testimonials and helps you get feedback from people as well, you know, as far as when they visit. It's just like if a visitor comes and fills out a visitor card, you know, I would set that up. The other thing I would do is for giving, I'd get givewp.com. It's probably three or 400 bucks a year. I can't remember exactly, but take a peek at it. Again, this is an unresearched example. Brightlocal.com, some local SEO tools, because they're going to want to make sure that they're showing up in the various search engines. So in Bright Local will help with that. They'll also help with the name, address, and phone number with the NAP or whatever for local SEO. So in uh, the data box, they can do some reporting dashboards. I typically like to do that. If they're going to really start to do a web church, they're probably going to want to you know, have something that they're keeping track of in there. And then Zapier, I'd pipe every action into drift.com just to keep it all on the same timeline. And for instance, Facebook pages, somebody gives you a new recommendation on there, it'll log it. And you just do this for all the different actions that are going to happen. All right, the next one is going to be for Preston Country Club up in West Virginia. I have a ton of images for this place because guy I used to work with, uh, Landon Owen, he went and took a bunch of pictures when he played the place. So, all right.